Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Backpacking Podcast. As always, John Kelly here with Jeremiah Stringer, the king of Kentucky backpacking, and the man who's got to get that beard grown back out, because people, it's too short. Thomas Way. It's so Thomas short. Way. It's so short. I did trim it up because I got a haircut. I got that clean fade. Yeah. And uh, done it in preparation for my Sitsu Wilderness trip. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we Had heard was a good in. trip. We got to hear about that last week. So that yes. Good. I say last week. It was like two hours ago because this is the third episode that we have recorded. Yeah, but that's today. okay. We are, we are currently at the Monos Coffee Crafters yes. in, in Nicholasville, Kentucky, which is just south of Lexington. Here in central Kentucky, the beautiful bluegrass state, which we both live in. Yes, and we just got back from, uh, took a little lunch break. What what did you order for tacos? Oh, we went to this place called Condado's, uh-huh. and uh, we had brisket tacos, and uh, I can't remember what the other, the other one was, like something was blue. Was it a Korean? Oh, no. we no. didn't do the Korean one. We did the... Uh, it was a little spicy. It had a soft shell with a hard shell inside it, and yeah. that was a little bit confusing. But, you know, I was like... Even though this is more calories, uh, this is holding us very well. It's like it didn't fall apart as you ate it. And it's delicious. Yes. That's the best part of it all. It was great. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. No, This is the Backpacking Podcast. And, you know, we were just sitting here and uh, we are talking about injuries on trail, avoiding injuries on trail. And uh, somehow, you don't want to be this guy. Somehow there's always somebody that's always injured. Every trip you go on, yeah, I've been on. I've I've gotten injured. We were talking in the last couple of years. I've gotten injured three times. Mm-hmm. Three times. One was a really bad one to my knee. Yeah, you want to talk about uh, that one? Yeah, that one was in uh, the River Gorge. I think I might have talked about it on the show. Oh, is this where you hopped down? Yeah, it's jumped down off that boulder. Oh and, yeah. And uh, my knee decided the bottom half of my leg was going to go one way, and the other top decided to go the other way. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That put you um, out for a while too. Grayson Highlands. When I went there, uh-huh. I tweaked my back. What I don't do know mean? if it's really an injury as much as it just um by the time we got to our campsite, I had done something to my lower back. Uh, it was not overuse? good. It was not good. I don't know. I maybe twisted somewhere when I shouldn't have. I don't know. But I, I remember that night like really having jacked my back up somehow. Uh-huh. And then the other one, injuries. I guess um Thought you said you had three. Yeah, three. It, I guess one of them was was a, was an injury. It was it was my back again. That was a few months ago when mm-hmm. I was in the gorge. I did something in my back, but it wasn't terrible. And we still ended up doing our hike and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, when I was with Taylor Southern Hike, when we were down in Limville Gorge, uh-huh. um, he watched my ankle twist in ways that ankles aren't supposed to twist. Uh. Um, I mean, it was fine. We. He had been up since three o'clock in the morning uh-huh. and was exhausted, and and we were going to hike up to another, the top of another mountain, and he didn't seem real heartbroken at the fact we were going to do that. <laughs> so uh, get some camp tap in, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, we had a we, well, we had just gone to the chimneys, and if you've ever been to Linville Gorge and been to the chimneys, it's just beautiful, you know. Yeah, and, and I'd been on Short Toff Mountain the day before that, and 
So uh, there had been views. I mean, it wasn't like we weren't hurting for views at that point. Sure. Uh, so we decided to go to camp and chill out and uh, hang out and get to know each other better because uh, that was my first time camping with Taylor. His channel name did. is Southern, Southern Hike. Hike. I wonder why he made it Hike instead of Hikes. Southern Hike. Because he likes to take a Southern Hike. Maybe. I'm going to ask him. He's supposed to be on our South Dakota trip. Oh, yeah? I felt so bad, dude. He It was actually his idea to fly into Denver and drive from Denver to wherever we're going. I still he's going to go west of South Dakota and drive back? He's. I think he's a... He's a Georgia he's guy, in Georgia, right? so, so he's going to fly west Atlanta, I assume, and then and go fly to Denver, fly to Denver, wow. and then drive north. But you got to think, dude. Um, whenever I, mean, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but whenever we were looking at the flights, you're looking at like 14 hours of travel time because multiple stops, multiple right. layovers, right? And the tickets were like $1,200 for one ticket. You know, that's before you pay for picking a seat, before you pay to check a bag. I'm flying to Honduras on Saturday. Uh-huh. That ticket was 1300 Yeah, that's average. To fly average. to Honduras. That was, that, was, that was out of the country. Yeah, that's average. And, but and not, it was more expensive to go to South Dakota. Yeah, from Cincinnati or Knoxville or Than to Louisville. go to Honduras. Yeah, shouldn't that's, be that way. That's crazy. Well, you know how it is, man. Yeah. Everything's expensive, but it was his idea and he is such a sweetheart, man. He's awesome. He's such a sweetheart. And his idea, he texted Jason and he's like, hey, you know, uh, seeing that you all are trying to make it, but you might be. I think he heard it on the podcast, actually, because we were talking about it. Were we not on a live stream? Oh, yeah, yeah. We were talking about a live back. stream. Yeah. And he was like, hey, I know that you are wanting to, uh, you're wanting to go, but the flights are so expensive. And he's like, I had to take you know, I had to shop around a lot, too, and make some changes and get a rental and stuff. And he's like, if y'all want, you could ride with me from Denver to up there. But he is a beast, dude. Like, I was talking to you at lunch about how he will drive. He'll get up at, like, 2 in the morning yep. and drive for 8 hours and then hike that same day and hike, like, 10 miles. Yep. I just can't do it, man. That's yep. a young man's game. Well, he's about to be a dad. He's going to get old real fast. Yeah, His I wife guess is, so. is very pregnant. Yeah, yeah. I said before... Me and him and our wives were all supposed to go take a trip, but as soon as I found out she's pregnant, I was like, it's going to be a while. <laughs> it's going it's we'll to be a minute. Yeah. We'll still try to make it happen. Yeah. But Anyway, I was like, well, yes, that is a great idea, and I talked to Jason too. I was like, let's let's ride with him. We can all ride in the car. But then he said his flight wasn't getting in until like around 10 or midnight or something like that, local time. And, and then driving straight from there? Driving up, Driving there. I think that's right. And I think he had an Airbnb for the way back. And I was wow. like, we're going to spend basically almost two extra days than he is because of the travel time. Like, I would rather fly in the day before, as we talked before, and hike. Yeah. But, yeah, he's a good guy. I'm going to ask him on the trip about the southern hike. Yeah, it was funny because he was walking behind me. It's, this is the dumbest injury uh-huh. on the planet since we're talking about this. Wait, wait, hold injuries. on just a second. Let me say one more thing. Yes. The reason I feel bad is because it's his idea, and now we're not riding with him. I don't think I said that. Yeah, you said that. Oh, okay. Then it's okay. Okay. Is he mad at you? We'll find out. <laughs> if, he, if he doesn't talk to you that whole hike, he knows he's mad at you. Okay, so... so Yeah, what he, happened with this thing? He and I went up to the chimneys, and, and if you've hiked in Limbo Gorge, there's a lot of rocks. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're hiking over rocks all the time. You've been there, so mm-hmm. you know what it's like. And um, Limbo Gorge is one of those places, it's not the easiest place to hike. Like, yep. 
what would normally be like we were talking. I think we talked in the last episode. Uh, the average hike is like two miles an hour. You're mm-hmm. usually guaranteed you're going to be about two miles an hour. You can usually budget for that just about anywhere you go. Typically, you typically. Go, did you go slower than that on the limb? There's a lot of scrambling and stuff too. A lot of switch. Well, I'm, I was telling you the first the first mile when I got there the day before was like 1,500 feet of elevation in the first mile, yeah. and, and so it was like just up. I think we parked on top of the mountain that you hiked up. I'm pretty sure. There's a good chance you might have. There's a good chance you might have. I don't know. I just know it was it was a huge climb to start with. Uh-huh. I've actually got the Strava elevation thing for it, the elevation profile. It's hilarious. It's just this. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, but uh, I did that when I first got there and hiked up, and it was all the rocks and all that stuff. Well, then I drove out to um, the parking lot that's between Table Rock and the Chimneys uh-huh. and waited for him there, and we hooked up and hiked out to the chimneys and we decided what we'll do is we'll just grab a water bottle uh-huh. and we'll just leave the leave the packs at the truck there's no sense in carrying those out there because we're not hiking out there to camp we're going to hike back and then sure. go up to table rock and i then love camp, doing that you know that thing so we we're like oh, let's just not wear ourselves out mm-hmm. so we got our stuff and we hiked out the chimneys and you know did some rock scrambling and stuff while we were out there and checked out some cool spots and locations awesome. saw amazing views those man. chimneys Dude. It's beautiful, man. Awesome. Did they have part of it closed due to the bird nesting and all that? No. Nah, nothing that they we were at when, was closed. When we were there, they had, I think, one or two of them closed. Now, there were two campsites that were closed due to bear activity. No way. Well, they weren't closed. It was just highly suggested you don't camp there. Yeah, see Funny a lot of thing, bears get. Syntax 77, mm-hmm. he was there like a week or two after us. I saw him. And he, he hiked through the video. same area where I was. Just missed him. Yeah, just missed him by a week. If he had come before, we wouldn't have had to pay for a permit either. If you get there before May, <laughs> yeah, there's no permits. I don't remember when we were there. It's free. You definitely are supposed to have a permit. Yes, it's November November to May. Get the off-season. November through the end of April, I think, is the off-season, and you don't have to pay anything for permits. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. I wonder what they spend <laughs> the money on for those permits. I don't know. Hopefully maintaining the area, because that's what I want it to go to. Well, it's beautiful. Oh, I'll yeah. say that. It's beautiful. So anyway, so we, we're hiking. We hike out to the chimneys, and we're on our way back. And on the way back, you know, we go through all the rocky areas and all that. And then we get to this nice area right before you get to the parking lot, mm-hmm. maybe a quarter of a mile before the parking lot, a half a mile before the parking lot, something like that. Mm-hmm. And the trail just becomes perfect. You know, it's a perfect manicure. There's no rocks and all that. Yeah. Somehow my right foot found the only rock that was on that trail. Uh. And, and my foot just went right underneath my leg. And uh, Taylor thought I might have broken my leg when he saw it or something. He said it looked really bad. He said oh, yeah. it looked really bad. And it did hurt. I mean, we ended up not doing table rock, but a lot of that wasn't just because of my ankle. He was also pretty tired. Yeah, I'd say. And, and so we just decided we'd hang out at camp. But but um, I remember doing that, and at first I was fine. I mean, you twist your ankles all the times when you hike. Yeah. Like, that's just part of it. And, you walk it off. Yeah, and the more you hike, the more your ankles kind of get flexible, I believe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if that's scientific. I don't know if there's scientific science to back that up. I don't know, but, but it seems like it. It seems like it. Like it seems if, like you loosen up. You yeah. get a little more pliable. Yeah, your 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 ligaments are a little bit more on the uh, stretchy side. A little forgiving. Yeah, and so uh, it's not as bad. I think if somebody who didn't hike much mm-hmm. had done what I did, it probably would have screwed their ankle up bad. Could be. But, like, when I woke up the next day, I felt fine. Mm-hmm. But it was it was sore that night, but I got over it. So whenever you, uh, I've done that before, and had to like stick my ankle, and I, water's a little bit in short supply on top of on the ridge. There was no the water gorge. where we were. Yeah, yeah. So if you're down low, what I've done after rolling my ankle is ice it. But you don't have ice, so you're trying to be resourceful. Right. So uh, 
Sometimes if there's a stream or a creek there's or something, you can just stick your ankle down in that. Yeah, great for contaminating the water source. Also great for curing your... Uh, Every deer that steps in there has far <laughs> dirtier feet than you do. I always laugh at that. Okay, can I just share a pet peeve with mine? Sure. I mean, it's our podcast, uh, right? I can talk about whatever I want. This will leave no trace, pet peeve. I hope so. Cheers. <laughs> John's about to get so controversial. I don't think you're supposed to cheers with water, man. That's bad luck. Putting your foot in water does not contaminate water the way people think it. it does. Yeah, explain. Well, for one, the water is constantly running. Yep. And there are thousands upon thousands of gallons of water running through that. What are you trying to say? Your feet being in there and the slight amount of dirt that is on your feet or whatever's mm. on your feet is not contaminating anything. Okay. Within 15 minutes, that's gone. Poof. And it's also spread out among thousands of gallons of water. So guess what? You're fine. Highly dilute. What about me crossing streams? We do it all the time, don't we? Yeah. But then we don't call that contaminating the water. What about icing your foot in the water? Oh, you're contaminating the water. You're killing everybody. Okay, I got another one but for see, you. But, that, but you see why? That, that's why that, I always laugh at that one because it's always like, <laughs> why are you sitting in the water? You're contaminating. Hold up. You walked through that stream like up there. Like yeah, you just crossed Two it. hours ago. And now you're drinking the water downstream from where you walked across. Uh, right where that moose poop was. Yeah. Yeah. You're fine. It's okay. Uh, I got another one for you. Yeah. Let's get your take on this. Oh, I'm ready. Cleaning, let's say, without soap, even biodegradable soap. Yeah. Clean your dishes in a stream. I'm okay with it. What if, what if you had a little bit of mac and cheese still in the bottom of your cook pot, and you're cleaning it out at the stream? I think everybody needs to chill out. <laughs> I love this, man. I, I, I mean, I'm not trying to, like, it's not like you're pouring a bowl of it into the, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I have uh, Here's the thing. Here's what people don't realize. Uh-huh. Raccoons, squirrels, chipmunks, deer, bears, they are peeing and pooping in that water uh. all the time. Your piece of macaroni is way less contaminating than their feces. And, <laughs> and, and like, I, it, and you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. Common gets, sense. Everybody just gets so caught up in things. I get it. Now, if, you, now if you're putting, like, I don't know, things that have chemicals in it, now that's uh-huh. different. Yeah. I'm not cool with chemicals. Or highly uh, highly trafficked areas. Like if everybody is all around one water source, maybe it's like a super popular campsite on the Appalachian Trail. Yeah. Probably not a good idea for everybody to clean their dishes there because it tracks animals. Right. But if you're in the middle of a wilderness area and it's an obscure stream and there's not thousands of people hiking that trail all the time, there's probably going to be like a crayfish that eats your mac and cheese. Oh. Or a and fish. And you know what he's going to be like? He's going to be like, Dang, I don't know who put that in the water, but thank you. When we were eating lunch, there was a <laughs> bird that flew onto the patio whenever you went to the bathroom. Yeah. And somebody had dropped a chip. I watched that little bird eat the whole chip. Oh, he was in heaven. Man, he man. was loving his life. So, mm, I love mm. deep fried <laughs> potato chips. Okay, so we're going to do hot takes. Let's talk about something that's going on right now. <laughs> oh, hot takes. Well, we haven't talked about this yet. We haven't done hot takes in a while. I know we haven't. But this is something that's going on right now. Uh-huh. In the back, in 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 the world of backpacking and camping, uh-huh. and it could be put into federal law. What is it? And it's the potential for um, making uh, doing the deuce in the backcountry uh-huh. illegal unless you use a wag bag. Everywhere, everywhere. I don't think that. Now you know why this is. Do you, have you heard? Have you heard the studies on this? Because it's legit. I mean, here's the thing. I I've I read a lot of articles on this because I'm I was kind of like oh, I don't want. I mean, let's just use a wag bag. Who wants to, who wants to carry a bag around that has your own feces in it, right? 
weird, yeah, weird people love Nobody, doing that. Nobody's really thinking to themselves, man, this is awesome. Even the people that do it don't want to carry the feces. Right. Even though it's not that big of a deal. Right. But here's the thing. They've done some research on some of these really, especially the heavy trafficked areas. Uh-huh. And what they found is that the water supplies are becoming highly contaminated because humans uh-huh. don't eat all natural food. No, a bunch of processed food. Processed stuff that has chemicals. That's why I was talking about chemicals earlier. Contaminates like, the watershed. And, and it contaminates the ground. Mm-hmm. Like it's killing it's killing plant life. It's it's contaminating water supplies. It's um, There are places out in California, apparently, like they had to go to that because um, you couldn't go anywhere without there being like feces in the ground. Uh-huh. And uh, places like the River Gorge right now, they're getting highly trafficked now. Yeah, there's not a lot of pooping going on now. Not yet. No. That's the thing. It's like it's not yet. And so so the question is, I know what Jason would say. If Mr. Backpacking with Jason was here. Oh, you're about to put words into his mouth. I'm not going to put words in his mouth. <laughs> All right. What because would he he's say? already said it. Okay. I'm not pooping in a bag. No, he's not going anywhere that you had to poop in a bag. Yeah, he's, he's told us. He won't even, like we were going to go to Utah. We all talked about going to Utah. Uh-huh. And he said, I'm not going if I have to poop in a bag. Yeah. That was nope. the only reason he wouldn't go. The only reason. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. And these people are probably in the coffee shop right now. Why are they talking about this? Oh, but, that's okay. But here's the thing. Like, is it worth it if it means the places that we love to go are protected because we're doing it? Yes. I just think that most doing a blanket law for everybody everywhere now, it would only normally, be it would only be in like state forests and state parks i mean or na- national forests and national parks that's the only place where the the government could actually say you can't do it would be okay. in those places national forest national parks but not state states would have to make their own laws okay so i typically i err on the side of a blanket rule for everybody everywhere and I know you're not you're not saying everybody everywhere. You're saying every national forest, every except for killing park. people. <laughs> that should be a blanket rule everywhere. Well, I said most of the time. Yes, right, I err right, on the right, side right. of. But or wearing Christian Leitner jerseys from <laughs> Christian Leitner. That should burn be a those. national law, right? Yeah, those should be banned. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Keep going. Keep going. I think typically it's a bad idea. And most of the time, it has to be done on a, a not a case by case basis, but a case by case in the sense of each geographical location needs its own yeah. rules because what works in California or maybe let's say, for example, what works the first, we'll say 20 miles of the Appalachian Trail, okay? Right. You're talking about a beat-up area, overran at the shelter. Well, they shut down Max Patch. You're not even allowed to camp at Max Patch anymore because it got so destroyed. Yeah. High traffic areas. Yeah. Those rules that need to be applied there – uh, or like, for example, in the Smokies, you have to like reserve your campsites and you have to sleep in the shelters if you're on the AT, blah, blah, right, blah. Right, right. So those rules might work great there or they might work terrible. Some of the right, rules right, are right. bad. Yeah. They need to be changed. Well, applying that to everybody everywhere in the States doesn't sound most of the time like a good idea, in my opinion. But it could well, be a good you, idea Let me for ask some. you this. Let me ask you this because this was what was posed in one of the articles I wrote. Okay. They said, sometimes what we do is we wait and we react instead of being proactive. Yeah. So we wait until it's already bad, uh-huh. and then we make the laws. Yeah. And the problem is out west, they're starting to put these things into effect, but it's already too late. Uh, maybe the ground not too is, late. The ground is already destroyed. The watersheds are already destroyed. Everything is yeah. just disgusting now. 
and and it's going to be a hundred years before it's repaired because of the way mm-hmm. human human people don't realize this human feces does not break down like animal feces. Oh, I animals that. that live in the woods because they eat all natural foods and all that kind of stuff it breaks down much quicker. Mm-hmm. But because of the artificial crap that we all put in our bodies, mm-hmm. it doesn't break down the same. I speak for yourself, John. I'm all organic. Yeah, you all, are. Yeah, you are. <laughs> all gluten-free. Yeah, just after we got that frozen custard that we just ate over it. <laughs> hey, bro. That was, that was good, though. <laughs> I'm trying to uh, hold a certain public perspective here. Yeah. He eats custard. It's no big deal. Um, <laughs> that custard was delicious, by the way. <laughs> I got a single serving of chocolate in a cup. It was delicious. I'm I wanted sure. it in an ice cream cone, but it wasn't ice cream. And I got the chocolate churro shake. Oh, yeah, that looked really good. Some really cream good. on top. It's really good. Little cinnamon churro pieces in it. Yes. So good. Anyways, so because of it, is it is it wise to say, well, let's not do it because we don't have that problem here? Or is it wise to say we don't want that problem here? Mm-hmm. So let's be proactive and not allow the environment to get destroyed. It's got to be a balancing act. Yeah. I mean, some places, it doesn't matter if you do that rule or not. You never say never, but I am here. Never going to happen. So very low probability that um, most areas of Daniel Boone National Forest in Kentucky are going to be so pooped in that it's going to contaminate the area. Because the the population density of the area is just not very well, high. The Appalachian Trail is a perfect example of it. Uh-huh. It's an overcrowded trail to begin with. Mm-hmm. They're just literally. I mean, even when I was in Grayson Highlands, there were hundreds of people just in this one campground area. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of people. And I mean, there was a privy there, but not every place in the Appalachian Trail has privies. So no. you've got a lot of places where there are no privies and. I've talked to people who've done the Appalachian Trail, and they said it's nothing to go by a tree and think you can go there, and you dig, and you found somebody else's mess. Happened and so then you the go smokies. over, you go over a, a foot further, uh-huh. thinking, okay, it'll be okay here, and there's more, Just and you where. realize the entire tree is surrounded by this stuff. Yeah, and it's it could be two or three years old, and you don't know it because human feces don't break down. I don't think it'd be two or three years old, but you get where but I'm coming it, from. Yeah, oh, you get yeah. where I'm coming from. It's like, it, at what point do we want to have our ground so saturated with this stuff? That, that's why I say, is it, is it smart to, to wait until it's a problem uh. or be proactive? So here's what I want everybody to do. This is, this is homework for everybody <laughs> What's it, in our podcast community right now. I want everybody to send Jason, Mr. Backpacking oh with Jason, my God, here we go again. a message and ask him his opinion on whether or not wag bags should be put into effect as a law in the United States in our national forests and national parks. <laughs> and please, any of you who do that, if you go to Anchor dot com slash backpacking podcast uh-huh. if you go there you can leave us a voice message i would love for you to leave us voice messages of what jason responded with because uh, that'd be funny i would love to know jason's response to everybody because he's probably not going to listen to this episode i don't he probably is not going to respond to any of them though i don't know it, it i hope he does he probably click delete if if he does <laughs> if he gets enough of him he'll know what's going on and he'll start he's responding like, he'll start responding so that but so I would like go, to hear his responses. If you guys will do that, that would be fantastic. I think this is the first time we've ever said on air that they can leave messages. This can be scary. And you can do it at backpackingpodcast.com. That'll take you to the... That'll take you straight to our, our podcast Yeah, page. our anchor platform. And we've gotten some really cool messages from a few of you that have just said some really nice things. And yeah. We appreciate we, that. Dude, we got one message. We got we got our very first... like It's basically a voicemail. Yeah. Right? But it's through that platform. We got this message. John, uh, you... You texted me and you're like, hey, 
you should check us out. We got this uh, this mail on Anchor. And I was like, what are you talking about? And I went on my phone, and I tried to check it, and, like, it's not supported on mobile. So then I yeah. had to sit the rest of the day at work. Not knowing what it said. Yeah, and then I finally got home and checked it out, and it's a lovely message, but... Until you had texted me, and I don't think that you had known either. Yeah, Until I had no it, idea. No it's idea. like probably sent us an email notifying us. We're two of the most uneducated podcasters on the face of the planet. <laughs> we just like so we the, find stuff out like every week. We're doing this. Oh, we can do that. Well, I thought it was really cool, man. The, yeah. Whenever, whenever we were able to do the video on Spotify. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's legit. So then everybody that's listening on Spotify can like, you know, watch the video and don't have to go on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's best to keep it simple, though. Like, my mom, I was talking to her on the way up here, and uh, she's like, I haven't watched you uh, on the podcast lately, because I told her I was driving up here to record with you. Yeah. And she was like, I need to check that out. And I was like, well, Mom, we're not live streaming right now. It's pre-recorded episodes, and they come out every Wednesday. I was like, you can still watch them, though. She's like, well, how do I watch them? I was like, I was like, I just gotta keep it simple. Just tell her go to the YouTube page. Yep. Click on it. Let it play. Cause she's like me and you. Apparently, we're, yeah. we're not gonna figure it. Out. We're, we got no clue. No clue. No clue on anything. <laughs> but that's okay. But yeah. definitely leave a message and let us know what Jason says. Cause I yeah. and we're not gonna talk to him about it between now and then. So this doesn't come out for another couple of weeks. Yeah. So we're gonna keep our mouth shut, just so we can see what you guys do. If you It'll guys be, will berate him with with messages, you can find him on uh, Instagram. Backpacking with Jason uh-huh. on Instagram. Or Facebook. He has a Facebook backpacking with Jason. Yep. Or you can go to his uh, YouTube channel and subscribe and hit that notification bell for him. Yeah, and uh, comment. And, and leave a comment on his <laughs> videos about it. Uh, let's, let's, just, let's just try and get Jason's opinion on this because I think it would be fascinating. That would be a good opinion. I'm sure he's highly educated on the matter. Yeah. He's been pooping in the woods a long time. For Longer than years. you've been alive, probably. Fifty years. He's Fifty been years. He's been pooping. He's, he's turning seventy-five this year. So, <laughs> he, dude. So I was on this Sitsi Wilderness trip. Yeah, and I, it was me, Squid, and Crow, and every one of them, Gen X, and Gen X is awesome. I love okay? Gen X. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not Gen X, and I was surrounded by Gen X people, which are great people. Well, at least but, they weren't boomers. Now they weren't boomers. But, dude, I was having the most hilarious time. So, most of the time, Squid says he don't really like listening to music around the campfire. And, like, that's a staple for me. Sometimes I like to just play a little music in the background, chill, talk to friends, blah, blah, blah. Right. And uh, I was talking to him, and we were backpacking. And, you know, sometimes whenever you're backpacking, you and another person backpack together, and you just have a one-on-one conversation. You right, can really right, get right. to know them. Like, it's a very intimate environment, yeah. right? Right. So I was talking to him, and I was like, so uh, how do you listen to music on your phone? And I was like, you got Apple Music? I was going to send him a song or something. Yeah. And he's like, no. I was like, oh, you Spotify guy, huh? He's like, no, not Spotify. I was like, oh, YouTube Music? You do YouTube Music? Because if you pay for premium on YouTube, yeah, no commercials, plus you get YouTube Music. Right, right, right. No. And I was like, how do you listen to music on trail? And he's like, I don't. And I was like, oh. So whenever we were, I was asking them to play music around the campfire, he didn't have any music. And I was like, what kind of music are you like? Wait a minute. Gen X. Hmm. Uh, let me see. Pearl Jam. You like Alice in Chains? Pearl Jam. Yeah. Like, Nirvana. What do you, what do you, you like Black Sabbath? Dude, I'm, 
Black it, Sabbath. I, anything. I don't know. Black Any, Sabbath's boomer, man. That's like that's like the late sixties, early seventies. Well, obviously, I'm not from that generation. My generation has like Justin Bieber and Cardi B. I'm not from that generation, bro. So, anyway, I just uh, I was having a hilarious time because oh, yeah. I kept I kept bringing up if you could be stereotypical, whatever the stereotypical Gen X person is, the things that they would like, I could name them off to them around the campfire. They'd be like, "Oh yeah." I'd ask them what they thought about something, and dude, I was dying. I was dying. I was like, "This needs to be the Gen X crew." Plus me, I didn't even know what to call it. The Gen, Gen X and Jeremiah. The Gen Xers and Jeremiah. And yeah. and and Crow is a diehard Gen Xer. He's got great taste in music too. Dude, he knows music. He showed me the Lumineers the last trip we were on. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was like, dude, this is legit. That's not like Gen X thing, you know. No, Lumineers definitely is, millennial. Yeah, yeah. Great band though. The folky. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about about him though. Just get him singing. That's cr- he sings a lot. He sings a lot, dude. He, man, what was he? I can't remember. Let me what ask he kept you this. What, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think Crow would think about the Wagbags? Well, he's an Alabama guy, but not to stereotype. But I feel like his opinion would be very similar to a Kentuckian. A little further south. I'm going to say it's a no go on the. No go. I'm going to say hard. A hard no go. I would say maybe. Maybe I don't know. See, I'm I'm really curious about it because I. I'm very. Uh, I'm more analytical than people think. Uh-huh. Like I come off as just kind of goofy, but I'm I'm very analytical, and I really want to do this for a long time, mm-hmm. like the backpacking stuff. And I don't want places shut down because they're gross now. No, they had to start shutting them down like they did Max Patch. Yeah, in Max Patch was more just because of trash. Yeah, it's litter. It's not it just, and they just destroyed the area, you know. And hopefully, in the next couple of years, it'll open back up. Uh, um, well, it's only close to camping. Yeah, but I mean, not hopefully they'll open it back up to camping. In yeah, a few full years. Camping. yeah, they definitely have um, to uh, make some changes though. Otherwise, the same thing's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you 100 percent on that. But uh, you know, I, there are places that they're considering closing because the place is so contaminated and, and gross you know and, and so i I'm, I'm sitting here thinking to myself so what's too far you know how, how when do we wait when do we i don't know i don't know i think that you had to be proactive but i think that you like i said before had to be case by case uh because of the blank statement the blanket statement thing but you're right you can't be reactive when it comes to that, because then it's too late. It's way too late, yeah. Yeah, we're not super environmentally conscious in general in the U.S., especially, like, on the industry side of things. Like, so I got I got quite a bit of negativity. I should have saw this coming. Around using Ziplocs. And apparently, um, I think it was Frozen. A long time ago, was talking about how he's using Ziplocs yeah. on a through hike or cooking in a freezer quart-sized Ziploc bag. Right, right. Yeah, and I put that out in a video, and multiple people, like a number of them, were like, you know, you're just being wasteful. It's people like you, that's the problem. Like, you're creating pollution. And I just I don't respond to that kind of stuff because I'm like, your perspective is so far off. I mean, you are right. I guess I'm contributing to the problem every time I use something that is not immediately biodegradable. takes a long time to break down and creates pollution. Like every time I drive somewhere, all the time, 
I'm part of the problem. Yeah. Not to shed my part of the responsibility, but, and I know you could throw everything away from everything before the word but. Right, right. But industries, like you're talking about me and all the other people. I know we're the ones driving the industry, but like the uh, the industry side of making stuff pollutes so much more than I could ever help prevent by recycling. Like even my recycling, we talked about this multiple times. I can set it out at the curb and they pick it up and everything, but like 75% of that is going to go into a landfill. And the percent that's purchased by companies and used as recyclables and made into a new product is very minuscule. And when you put that into the perspective like you compare it to how much like waste that one factory is going to make in a month. It's like more waste than I'm going to have in my entire life. Well, I was actually reading. It's funny we're talking about this. Hot That's take. Just the other, hot take. The other day I was reading uh, on on a, an article that popped up on my phone. Um, there are some environmentalists who are saying that the landfills are actually better than some of the recycling places. Really? Because of the toxins that go into the air from the recycling places ah. and and also the carbon footprint because they run 24 7 they never stop running uh-huh so they're, they're just, it's just constant they never stop running and and apparently that's for the environment could actually be worse than landfills well let's be honest man money money makes a turn so at the end of the day unless there's money in making the environment better it's hard to change people's mind. That's unfortunately true. That's the reality of like life. I mean, well, that's and just they're the way saying that like some things that they talked about recycling for years, they've quit doing what? because it costs more to recycle it than it does just get rid of it. What about the environmental environmental impact of like even if it costs more, if it's worth it? Well, I mean, like even like they were talking about paper uh-huh. and and recycling paper products and things like that, and they're just not doing it as much as they used to because it wasn't really as effective as they had hoped. Yeah, plastic's so cheap, but doesn't plastic come from uh, petroleum base? Yes. Yeah, so you you have to mine petroleum in order to make those things. Yep. Isn't it crazy, like, all the stuff? All the stuff from oil. All the stuff from oil. Yeah. It's not just gas. Yeah, my vehicle runs on it, but so does, like, I mean, we use this plastic for everything, dude. Uh-huh. The headphones we're wearing, uh-huh. there's plastic on this mic stand. and Yeah, uh, glasses frame. The foam that this is made out of. All this stuff. All plastic. this stuff is plastic, man. Yeah, we we as humans. So we're we just a bunch of walking lot. hypocrites is what we are. Yeah, I guess we should advocate for change, but be the change that you want. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you know, it's been fun talking about hot takes today because uh, we don't do that often. No, we could also call this complain for 30 minutes. Complain for old men. <laughs> Be old men for 30 minutes. <laughs> I actually am an old man. You're not. Back so in my day. Part. Back in my day, we didn't do that. We walked uphill to school both ways in three feet of snow. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You're round. Oh, man. That's crazy. <laughs> well, seriously, folks, please, please send your message to Jason. <laughs> I, I can't I can't ask you enough to please do that. Um, and if you're new to the channel, his name is, is, is Jason Waugh. His channel is Backpacking with Jason on YouTube. Uh-huh. He is on Instagram, Backpacking with Jason also. Uh-huh. And uh, just as it sounds, Backpacking with Jason, send him messages, all yeah. kinds of messages. Comments. But also make sure you subscribe and hit the notification bell on his channel because we do. We would love to see his channel double in size because of this conversation right now. Yeah, that would be insane. 
Yeah. But I would love to see that happen. He wouldn't be as angry at us if you all would subscribe to his channel. Yeah. Before talking about the white bags. Maybe watch his channel and if you like it. And just say subscribe. new subscriber here. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about wag bags? I was sent here about wag bags. You give me your opinion? That would be fantastic. <laughs> That's funny, dude. So, hey, thanks for tuning in for another episode of the Backpacking Podcast. This is our last coffee shop episode. Yeah. Uh, we will be doing some more episodes here in the next few weeks. And uh, summer's kicking in right now. And we are, we're getting ready for some fun this summer. Yeah, Hope you guys of, are, too. A lot too. of trips. Hope you guys are, too. So get out there. Enjoy the woods. And until next time, we'll catch you on the next go-around. Yeah. Adios, folks.